Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts i'm diosa and I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, welcome inside NBA history. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. It has happened. He has done it. LeBron James stands alone in NBA history. A fadeaway jumper goes, and he is now the all-time leading scorer. It happened seconds ago. We're going to get set to go to this game. Adam Silver standing at half court next to LeBron, who's standing next to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And here's the commissioner about to talk for LeBron James setting an all-time record. A moment in NBA history, you and I may never see anything like this ever again. LeBron, late in the third quarter against the Thunder, a post-up play, a fadeaway. He runs down the court, hands out, pictures popping. Everybody runs on the court. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar comes out with a basketball. Finally smiling a little bit. 
just gave the ball to LeBron. They're posing for pictures right now at the center floor. Center of the floor right now, it's LeBron in between Adam Silver and Kareem. So, you know, some, so, some shortest to tallest from left to right. It goes Adam Silver, then LeBron, then Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Now LeBron and Kareem posing for photos together. And here from the King. To be able to be in the presence of such a legend and great as Kareem, it, it means so much to me. It's very humbling. Um, please give a standing ovation to the, to the captain, please. Um, to my beautiful wife, my daughter, my two boys, my friends, my boys, my family, my mother, all my, man, everybody that's ever been a part of this run with me the last 20 years, 20 plus years. I just want to say I thank you so much because I wouldn't be me without y'all. All y'all help, all y'all passion, all y'all sacrifices helped me get to this point. And to the NBA, to Adam Silver, to the late, great David Stern, I thank you guys so much for allowing me to be a part of something I've always dreamed about. And um, I would never, ever in a million years uh, dreamt this even better than what it is tonight. <laughs> all right, so LeBron James thanking everyone. Cap was there. Magic Johnson is there. Uh, LeBron James's speech after becoming the NBA's all-time leading scorer. It is now history in the books. Kareem can now leave most likely because he hasn't looked like he's wanted to stay the entire time. But... I don't know. The game's now interesting. Well, yeah, so, well, you know, yeah. well, in the overhit in that four and a half minutes, which this is nonsense. You're at 10.9 seconds left in the third quarter and you stop a game for 10 minutes. This yeah. is ridiculous. Why are you hating on this? What, what is wrong with the God, game? Dude. What is wrong with you, man? Seriously. Oh. What is wrong with you? This is a moment that every single NBA fan, nobody cares Dude, about Dude, Kareem this even came out of his house for this, Mike. I think Kareem even walked on the court. He didn't see it. Well, they did. Asleep. Well, that was kind of funny, right? Because they showed LeBron as he as he scored, and then he kind of goes down the court, and his arms are extended, and then you start seeing Kareem in the background as, he, as LeBron's bent over like they're getting him in position to where he needs to go. It's like, he's up and moving. Look, it's the captain. There he goes. So. <laughs> No, 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 it's 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 not hate watching the moment. There's a great appreciation for the moment. There's still a basketball game being played. Yeah, okay, but it, but nobody cares about the game. This is the moment. Again, this is a moment that every 40 years we may get something like this. I don't think anybody cares about, oh, you know, they stopped that uh, Thunder game with uh, 10 seconds to go in the third quarter. Yeah, you stopped. Yeah, I'll, I'll be like that guy. Wow. He's going to walk around the court. He's going to hug. So it's going to be a while, right. Mike. He's, hu- he's hugging every celebrity. There's the hug for of Jay-Z. Course he hey, There's the hey, hug. Hey, go, go find John McEnroe. Where, <laughs> where's find. Lisa Rinna that people included wow, in the celebrity hater. list? Hang on. Good God, you, man. You don't, you don't pay 75 grand for courtside seats unless you know, <laughs> hey, if LeBron breaks the record, he's coming over to I'm hug I'm getting right? a hug. Yes. <laughs> yes, I paid that kind of money. Jason, okay. what about those people that paid that for tomorrow, uh, Thursday night's game? Uh, he's hugging Magic Johnson right now. Gives him the big wow, congratulations. Uh, LeBron is on the court. Look, kind of a kind of a, a very surreal moment. After LeBron makes the shot, he's standing on the court by himself. Uh, photographers came out. Cameras came out. People kind of stayed away from him. And mm-hmm. in the beginning, if you, you think like, oh, where, why are teammates not jumping up on top of him? 
But this is his moment. This is his moment. He's number one on the list. He's by himself on the court. He's by himself uh, with, surrounding his teammates. Maybe he told him before the game, when I break this record and you guys jump on me and ruin my moment, I'm going to kill you guys. <laughs> Every, I, need I need my photo moment. I need my photo moment. I scored these 38,000 plus points. You didn't. So I'm going to stand here because this is about me. You yeah, guys you stay away. The king. Then I'll sing. He, well, he is the, he's the all-time My bow down. He's the all-time league scorer in NBA. Bow down to the king. I'm out of nobody. Right now. I can bow call down. The right now. I call Kiss the, the ring. No uh, chance. Here's how it sounded a few moments ago on TNT, LeBron becoming the all-time leading scorer. Coming to the end of the third quarter, LeBron James, a shot in history. So Brian when he Anderson scores his next bucket, that basket, do we stop again? What's a bucket? I don't know, you know what, what a bucket is. Is that a basket? Wait, isn't busking when you go and like you play a guitar and you open a, right. a case for money and people <laughs> and you're trying to get some case? money? Yeah, he's going to go busking after. He might be doing that. If he gets another basket, though, do we stop the game again because he I, broke I, his own record? Wow, uh, yes, every Mike. time he scores now. <laughs> Why you're such a hater, man? I feel like you, you've decided to just turn heel on so many things. This aggression will not. I don't stand, like man. this. I don't like this. I don't like this. And I, you can't be happy that we saw history tonight, really. I mean, it's, it's, oh, I am. If he I, but it's all compartmentalized. Knicks, I'd be happy. I, I mean, I'd spend five minutes talking about Julius Randle needs to do a better job defending him. But then I would give him congratulations and say, "Okay, LeBron, Ron really did well, it." Well, we Why stipulated not? early in this game there was no defense being played. No, on either no. side. I mean, let's, let's call it what it is. We hit we hit triple digits with plenty of time left in the third quarter. So that was good. No, it's it's a fantastic montage. There's no question. Now they're showing like the history going all the way back to the beginning. I celebrate it all. I commemorate it all. But uh, I want to watch the basketball game. <laughs> it is a game now. It's Mike's really going to hate this one, Jason. Going to the fourth quarter. Here's another one. Here is John Ireland, the guy I've known for you know 15 years now. Lakers play-by-play. Here's how LeBron breaking the record sounded on the Lakers radio network. Tom Moore than an Indian. Oh, Sanchez gets hit, the ball is loose, and it's alive. Westgaardim to LeBron at the right elbow. LeBron, one-on-one against Kenrick Williams, backing him in. Turns, shoots, scores! There it is! All hail the new king in town! Young and old, gather round from one iconic Laker to another. There it is. John Ireland on the call with LeBron James. Uh, There wasn't any – to say there wasn't any defense on the play, you just heard John Ireland describe it, Um, you didn't even see any attempt to try to defend this shot. Like, okay, I'm going to let it go, man. I'm not going to put my hand – didn't put his hand in his face or anything. Just like, okay, I'll give you the fadeaway. I'm not even going to try to mess up. Let's let you score the bucket. Okay, I understand how big this is. Not not, not even close. Nothing even close. That was a pretty shot, though. Like, the the motion. Like, no. It was it was everything you want. I, I, I think, folks, you are you were calling for a hook shot earlier. I think I, you know that became a popular thing of showing tribute to the cat. But if you miss it with the opportunity to 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 get that bucket, doesn't it get deflated? No. In this case, you got a beautiful fadeaway, and now now we get back to the game because they're actually in the game now. We're not, you dude. There's no getting back to the game. This is the story. There's no getting back to the game. 
This is the game. This is this is the game. It doesn't matter. It's done. He's got the record. Now we it's go just, play. We go back to the basketball game. It's just and the Lakers win a game. It's no, no. It's just embarrassing to say, uh, LeBron. Uh, can you uh, can you talk about how it felt to um, uh, break the all time record in a game that uh, you lost by fifteen to the Thunder? Uh, thanks. I mean, that's the, I would that's ask the that only question. way the game matters. Dan Wojcicki could ask that question for me. How fast did you go from being incredibly ecstatic for the all-time record to the absolute bottom of the barrel losing to the Thunder again? <laughs> how do you feel about that? Hey, LeBron, question. Hey, uh, yes, you had a great night tonight setting the all-time record. Really not a great night for AD. Kind of a quiet night with 11 points. Do you need more out of him down the stretch if you're going to get back in the playoff race here? <laughs> LeBron, LeBron, can you answer me that? Can you answer me that? I mean, that. Hey, LeBron, is it a must 36 point game for you? (laughs) You know, Kareem only comes out of his house once a month. (laughs) Now, look, I got to be honest. I, I was I was really surprised. I thought for sure, and when I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and I'll tell you, I thought for sure. LeBron was going to break the record on Thursday. I don't know why. He would get close. And here's why. Because follow me. Because look, LeBron is about the spotlight, right? He's all about the spotlight. And I thought for sure coming in would be, okay, he needs 36. He'll get between 25 and 30. And what that's going to do is put even more attention on the Thursday game because we know history is happening. We know it's happening. We have two days to break it down, the anticipation. It becomes the biggest story in sports. Whereas, hey, LeBron's chase of the record was pretty big. And now, oh, hey, oh, guess what? We're here. We're here. He's got 36. He's got 34. He's going to get right there. So I thought for sure, okay, he would power down a little bit, finish between 25 and 30, and then be ready, break the record early on Thursday, do it against Giannis. Giannis would come up and have to shake his hand because, you know, one LeBron to the next. You know, the guy's got the same uh, the same type deal as LeBron. He's got a different set of skills that we've ever seen anybody have, just like LeBron had a different set of skills. And then we would be able to stop the game in the first quarter. LeBron would speak. All the luminaries would come out plenty of time to get back to the game and that's how he would do it and that's what we would get I was really surprised but then you see see how things started going tonight LeBron wearing the special headphones with the number of points needed to break Kareem's record you saw all the superstars who were there and and I'm watching this. They, they, they keep cutting away to everybody at the game and and, and Jay-Z and Denzel and McEnroe and every watching everybody go, oh my god and there's Jeannie Buss and, and I'm going oh yeah I wonder if he told them all he's gonna do it tonight because it seemed like right out of the gate, he had that design. I'm going to get it tonight against the Thunder, and I'm going to get it before the last couple minutes of the game where we can't really stop the game, right? Because what did you tell me before? The NBA said if it's within a certain number of points or right. certain amount of time left in the game, they weren't going to stop the game. No, that's it. If it was it was within six points in the final minute plus or if it had gone to overtime, they weren't going to stop it. So at some point, they did decide that the game still mattered. But in, in this case, I mean, he was cooking. Right, he's 12 of 18 from the field, 4 of 5 from three-point range. We've talked a lot over the course of the year of how poorly he shot from the outside in a number of games. And today, shot was on, 8 of 10 from the free throw line, attacking the rim uh, as well, and moving on the offensive end, it's been fantastic. But again, as we've talked about all night, nobody's played defense, so that... We're just starting the fourth. It's 104 to 99. That, that exceeds most things we saw for a couple of decades in the NBA if you looked at average scores. How often do teams hit to 100 points? Yeah, 10 times a year. Uh, so now we're, we're just in a different phase. I mean, it's, it's an amazing 
tribute to longevity, whatever, write the book, do the companion to TB12, all of those things. Uh, it, that, that part of it is really the amazing thing, but it's the largesse of it, not the compartmentalized game. I mean, this is a fantastic effort, don't get me wrong, but trying to take it all in, and we've watched the entirety of his career. I keep seeing in my timeline all of the old SI covers now popping up, not to mention everybody trying to sell anything that has anything to do with LeBron James. Like, you want to buy this? This was a ticket when he scored like 12 points uh, in a game when he left early. You know, that kind of thing. It's the how how do we cash in, but just an amazing run. 39 years that a record gets held. And that's almost as long as, uh, well, I've been alive. So good for him. Uh, LeBron, uh, he break the record tonight, uh, 45 points, uh, not enough. Uh, Shy Gildress Alexander had 34. Uh, do you think you can go get him for the trade deadline and maybe uh, change things around down the stretch? LeBron, LeBron. LeBron, I want, like, would you every... have all won this game with Kyrie tonight? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but that's the thing, though, right? And, and look, he got his speech on the court, but you know that in the post game, it's going to be all about, well, we didn't get it, have enough to get a win. Like, I'm happy to get it, and he'll read his stats as he's wont to do, but then he will talk about the loss and how it hurts him and whatever else, you know, the shortcomings of the team were. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's a script. LeBron, could, could you have uh, gotten to the record a lot sooner if Russell Westbrook never played on the Lakers? Do you think you could have gotten there sooner? How, 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 oh, how many soon. points has he cost you uh, over the course of the last couple of years? LeBron. 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 <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeartRadio. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. LeBron, if uh, um, if you had had Kyrie Irving, could you have won this game and, and maybe be a big uh, jump start for the rest of the season? Uh, looking to answer that, LeBron. On the positive, you scored 130 points tonight as a team. <laughs> uh, Steve in the back? Uh, hey, you scored that, but, but, you, but you allowed, boy, you, you allowed so many. Uh, LeBron James, your all-time leading scorer in NBA history, doing it with a fadeaway jumper late in the third quarter. Uh, before we get into something to make you feel really old, how did it sound on the Lakers radio network? John Ireland, who I've known for about 15 years now, uh, he and I share a great love of West Wing, and we talk about it all the time, and we message each other with lines that we hear and everything else. Uh, I was so proud and happy for him, for him to get to call that moment when and LeBron James become the NBA all-time leading scorer. Here's John Ireland, Lakers Radio Network, with the call. Westbrook with it. Give it to LeBron at the right elbow. LeBron, one-on-one against Kenrick Williams. Backing him in. Turns. Shoots. Scores! There it is! All hail the new king in town! Young and old, gather round from one iconic Laker to another. There it is, Johnny I with the big call, Lakers Radio Network. Uh, that some was a good kind scripted call. I like that. Well, you know, look, you got to figure out what you want to say. You know, <laughs> now you're a scripted. Now you're just scripted call. I'm a scripted call hater. What did you want him? Just have it by him. Hey, there's Extemporaneous LeBron. speaking. LeBron Let the makes moment it. take you. Hey, I'm sorry. Is that the record? Is that the? Is that? Is that, I, I'm trying to do the math. Was that 35? Oh, he's got. Oh, that's why everybody's yelling and cheering. Hey, LeBron set the record. Everybody, LeBron. Every play-by-play guy knows what they want to say in iconic moments. There's nobody who just wings it. They all know what they want to say. You. This is. Oh, the only. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The only guy who wouldn't know what he was going to say in an iconic moment was Tony Romo. Romo's the only <laughs> guy who would. Uh, Jim. Jim. I think he's the all-time leading scorer. Jim. Hang on. Let me look. He did third. 36 to come into the game, right? He had 34. He's got 36 now. I know they stopped the game and they're congratulating him, but maybe Jim, Jim, this is huge, Jim. That's like, yeah, that's yeah. a huge Jim, Jim, Jim. Can you believe he's the all-time What do you think score? he's going to do know, here? Do you think he's going to shoot it? Jim, he's got two choices with the ball all the time. He can pass it. Well, he's got three choices. He can pass, he can dribble, or he can shoot. And he shot the ball so many times, Jim, that he's now the NBA's all-time leading scorer, Jim. How about that? Hey, and that reminds me of this great story I want to tell you about Mike 
Michael Jordan, who may be the other greatest basketball player ever. Jim, Jim, right. can I tell you that story, All Jim? Right. A couple things. Number one, I grew up in Chicago, which means I got Ken Harrelson and I got Harry Carey. No chance in hell they scripted anything. Two. <laughs> Carey was too drunk. Two, there you go. Whoa, whoa, allegedly. Two, allegedly. I, I, really? do, I, I like the call. I, it's almost poetic the way he delivers it. So I, uh, I, the verbiage is fantastic. It, it was a, a, a smile and a nod. The third is people are actually asking, why wasn't Michael Jordan there? It's like, it's not his damn record. Why the hell would he Jordan's be there? Record? Why, why, it's like, why, there? It's like, why the hell would he be there? He's got nothing to do with any of this. It's, so it's, that, that one's record. the, uh, it makes no sense. But. Kareem barely wanted to be there. Yeah, oh, Kareem no, no, did a great see, interview after see, the game, though. But that's like with the, the crew and with Shaq. Couple yeah. of pretty cool moments there. They didn't know what yeah. to ask him. They seemed kind of scared as to how to approach it. But well, he you know, hates they, people. Well, <laughs> he, he's like Harmon. Tough interview, I, man. You know, maybe Harmon, you should have done the show with Kareem tonight. Uh, he's just going to get the record. Let's talk about the Knicks winning a big game. Let's talk about that. Well, let's, let's talk, talk about, about Aaron Rodgers going, going total darkness. Let's do that. Let's um, talk about some smooth jazz. That, that, that's the one thing that was really awkward about the broadcast was that, you know, from the moment Kareem Abdul-Jabbar walked into the arena, Man. he just didn't look like a guy who wanted to be there. Just looking around, look at all these fans out of here. Every time they cut away to him after a LeBron <laughs> hooper a moment, no clapping, no go get it, LeBron, no, hey, I'm yeah. No, there was none of that. He finally had a – I mean, I, I wonder if someone told him and, and, and got to him and said, dude, 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 you need to be happy. Whether the Lakers got him there or not, we're paying you a lot of money to come to this game and be – dude, dude, you need to be happy. So finally, like the third when, – when he scored points 33 and 34, hey, we got a little bit of a clap from Kareem. And then afterwards it seemed okay. But, boy, every time they cut away to him going, oh, please stop cutting away. He looks like the guy that just doesn't want no, rather be at look, home. It was Ben Affleck, Watching Law and man. Order reruns. That's what I want. You leave Law and Order reruns alone, <laughs> uh, especially the Jerry Orbach. Uh, renditions. But yeah, for, for Kareem, it became just like the Grammys and Ben Affleck. It's like, all right, wh- what's the next pained look on his face as we move forward? Uh, and finally, after the game, right, photo opportunities and smiles and back and forth. And while it was awkward, some good answers and conversation in, in the post game. But f- that was a- as compelling oftentimes as what was going on in the game of Boy, I wish I could I could hear the thoughts of Kareem. Like I, you know, one of those like in movies and television. It's like, all right, there's the thought bubble, and now you hear the voice, Homer. Quiet, you fool. Money can be exchanged for goods and services. You know that we could add that with Kareem as the points started to pile on. You know, LeBron may have my scoring record, but could he pilot a plane like Roger Murdoch could? I mean, I don't think he can do that. You know how many miles I flew? Add the miles I've flown to my record, and LeBron's not catching me. You know how much I sweat flew. I sweat? I threw all those miles. But you want something serious now to think about being old, okay? The thing about being old is that <laughs> there's not many times where you can look back and you talk about someone's career this long that you can say, I remember, right? Because a lot of times it's when you're young, uh, you get a guy's career, or look, NFL careers, we see NFL careers come and go because sometimes they're 10, they're, they're, they're 10 years long. Well, but we guys just did it with retire. Brady in his yeah, 23 right. years. Exactly, right? But I remember, like, I, re- I vividly remember being on the air. Here, this is about being old, right? Think about this. I was, th- what was it, was it debut? 2003. I was 32 years old. 
and I was filling in doing days at Fox Sports Radio. Right. My partner at the time was a guy named Jim Daniels. We were on the air. We were doing nights and the show was doing really well. We got moved to days for a while and that was a lot of fun. And we I remember doing the show the day after LeBron's debut against the Kings. And I remember the conversation going in like we had a fun topic going in like, hey, he's playing tonight. And we were like, what if he sucks? Like all this LeBron James and all this hype and and the, and him getting drafted and and the whole thing with the Hummer and 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 coming out of high school and how great is he and should you have drafted Carmelo Anthony first and all these things and I vividly remember going what if he sucks what if he what and he has an <laughs> unbelievable night right? I think it was twenty six nine and six something like that but the but the Cavaliers lost to the Kings like he had an unbelievable twenty twenty six nine and six it was and the next day it was like well he doesn't suck. Right, so I remember being on the air the day after LeBron James made his debut. Again, 32 years old. Now here I am, 52 years old, on the air at Fox Sports Radio the night LeBron sets the all-time record in NBA history. It's insane. I think about that and I go, he said, well, we're in the same place, right? I, I was doing Fox. I'm doing Fox. He was playing the NBA. He's playing the NBA. But boy, his entire career... I remember not just in its entirety, but I have great memories of it because I was an adult when it started. Because if, if LeBron, like a lot of people who are now 37, when his career started, you were 17. Do you really remember a lot of that when you're 17? No, you're doing other things. You're out at school. You're getting ready to go to college. You know, but being an adult and being 32 and understanding, okay, this is out of the way the sports world works and seeing everything and seeing the evolution of LeBron from being the next great big superstar player, maybe the next Magic Johnson, Maybe he's better than that. Maybe he's the next Jordan. Look at him. Will his teams to the finals? He can't win a finals. Now, oh, I'm leaving. I'm going to the Heat. What is going on? How does he leave his, his hometown team and go to the Heat? And he goes and he wins a couple of titles. And he goes back to Cleveland and he wins again. And he leaves Cleveland. And he goes to the Lakers and he wins again. This entire journey that was dotted with with all kinds of crazy things from uh, from triple doubles and, and, and LeBron setting all kinds of records to, hey, did you see this story that that um, uh, LeBron, uh, LeBron's business partner wanted to to buy a trinket that was that was sold er- er- erroneously sold at a at a at a um, at a garage sale, and it was a lot of controversy surrounding LeBron James. So even the most innocuous things that happened all throughout his career. I remember that story. I remember so many things from LeBron's early career and what he had to overcome, which was everybody loved him. But, right, because he came into the league and he was polarizing. He came and everybody loved him, but he didn't come in like like Jordan where everybody loved him right away or like Kobe when he came in and everybody loved him and then Kobe got polarizing. It was like LeBron, he came in and this was his thing. I'm going to be a little bit polarizing, right? I remember from, from the first when there was that, that controversy when oh, I brought up the, the Hummer when his mom took out a loan and got him a Hummer for a present, right, when he was still in high school and it was, wait, wait a minute, where did you get this money from? How did he get this money? I don't understand. Did something illegal happen? What agent gave him cash for this? It was a really big deal. And like two days later at practice for St. Vincent St. Mary's, he's on the court and he's got a little toy a Humvee that he's that he's tooling around the court with, like one of those remote controlled things. Mm-hmm. So I'm, even back then, I remember, oh, he's got a sense of humor, and he's somebody who's not going to just let stuff go or apologize for anything. And then when you when that's the kind of person, yeah, there's going to be people that really like you. There's going to be people that don't like you, but everybody's going to talk about you. 
everybody's going to talk about you. And that's been LeBron. And that's been his great gift from the beginning of his career until now is that Michael Jordan was great. But did you have a lot of controversy around him when he when he was on his first couple of runs? No, he was great. And he won. And can anybody beat him? Look at the great performances. But LeBron is about more than that. He is about the conversation. He was made for this time in, in, in the world where social media blew up and opened up and everybody's got an opinion on him and everybody thinks one thing about him. And, and the sheer amount of time we spoke about him on the radio and on TV the last 20 years, I'll tell you what, we're really going to miss him when he retires. Right, because guys like Brady, okay, Brady retires. Well, wow, we just watched Brady retire. That's that's really too bad. We're going to miss Tom Brady, but you know what? There's other guys. We're going to talk about Joe Burrow, and we're going to talk about Patrick Mahomes. We're going to talk about Josh Allen. We're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers when the Jets win the Super Bowl. You know, those new guys are going to come in and out. But who's going to be that next guy in the NBA? Right? Are we going to talk about John Morant like we talk about LeBron James? Probably not. Are we going to talk about Luca like we talk about LeBron? Probably not. The the sheer amount of attention that he has brought and the time we have spent talking about him I can't even I, I can't even uh, uh, sum it up over the last two decades well a lot of it goes to first I, I like how you tried to slip Derek Carr winning a title with the Jets in and how we'll think about Aaron Rodgers that he wasn't <laughs> along for the ride <laughs> um, nice try uh, that and it would be Derek Carr so the whole idea is erroneous uh, at the outset but go back to that SI cover, go back to the coverage you said when he was in high school. I remember my brother going to a packed gym, having the opportunity to go watch him. He goes, dude, this is different. This is different. Like We grew up in Chicago, so we watched the rise of Jordan. We watched that, and, and he went to that gym and standing room only, people fighting to try to just get a little bit in the oxygen. He had a chance. He actually ran into him as they were leaving, however he positioned himself and got to say what up and that whole thing. But he's just like that whole atmosphere was – a revelation and we watched him through all of it and you don't have to like his stances on stuff you don't have to like some of the way he's played in and out of the game and out of situations and teams and everything else but you have to respect the longevity the work ethic that you don't have any huge scandal that's attached to him. I mean, look at Jordan. I mean, for the most part, Teflon. But there's still just those questions of what the hell happened here, here, here? Were you suspended when you went and became a double-A player for the White Sox? All of the, like Those questions are always going to, to linger and conspiracy theories abound. Other than wondering aloud if he's part cyborg, Right, if he is in fact a cyborg or an alien, uh, I don't know that you have a lot of that with LeBron James. You've just watched a guy that has been a peak performer for two decades, the ebb and flow, and, and that goes back to the Durant conversation. You know, he's had only two two thousand point seasons since twenty thirteen. He ain't catching that record. That there ain't no chance in hell. Uh, he he's catching that eleven thousand points because at his current rate, he would have to play like another ten years. Mm. And that's he may not play another 10 games for that. Just get no, but that's what I mean. That's, assu- <laughs> that's assuming he's staying healthy or whatever else. For the rest of these guys, you've got to go through 10 to 15 years. I mean, look how quickly things happen and guys flash and you get excited about. I mean, 
Nikola Jokic, we marvel, but that's become kind of commonplace. We, we're not doing the eye pops like, wow, that's that's really some remarkable play. It's like, okay, cool. Giannis, same thing. It's like you start looking for other people to give MVPs already. You're moved into that. All right, we'll expect excellence, but are you going to win on a yearly basis with LeBron? It's always been about you're chasing the greats in one category or status or another. And now the LeBron Jordan thing will rage as people want it to do. Uh, and the all-time records here, there, and, and all over the aggregation and, and the culmination of a fantastic career. But to see people sustain excellence on that level for that long, come on, man, that's blessed to watch it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast 
on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. An incredible moment. Joining us now on the hotline to break it all down, NBA.com insider reporter extraordinaire, friend of the show. You can follow him on Twitter at Mark G underscore Medina. Uh, Mark, who also uh, just did a radio interview and dropped an F-bomb of his own. So he is trying to you, come back from that right now. You. Mark, what's happening, man? Guys, I promise I won't drop an F-bomb anymore. I'll all try right. my best. I can't promise, though. Can you play some defense? Uh, probably better than what we've seen so far, but that's not saying much. <laughs> uh, Mark joining us live from the crypt. You saw the moment. How difficult was it to find a, a, a quiet spot for you to come call us and talk to us? You know, I'm in the bowels of the hallway now, and I'm trying to avoid, like, people running into me. But thankfully, I'm away from the court, uh, away from the crowd. Uh, but you know what? I think if I called in when the record actually happened and was broken, uh, I don't think there would have been such a thing as a quiet place. This is the most electric atmosphere I've been at in any Lakers game. That compares to, uh, you know, Kobe Bryant's uh, 60th, 60-point uh, game, his last game. Maybe the Boston Celtics Lakers NBA Finals Game 7 in terms of atmosphere, but I would put this at number two, even ahead of Kobe's. Just an amazing uh, night for LeBron uh, from the field, hitting three-point shots, attacking the rim. Again, I can owe owe to the defense, but we thought Thursday was the more likely, Mark. How surprised are you that he came out so aggressive in this one? Yeah, it is interesting. I thought it was going to be Thursday against Milwaukee, partly because, look, 36 points is not uh, hard for LeBron James to score, but typically he's averaging 28-30, and he's a player that doesn't try to force the issue. I also thought that maybe this is something in Thursday's game they could kind of get it out of the way early in the game. They had their hands full against the Bucks team, so maybe they just can provide a momentum push. But I think my mind changed after hearing the comments from LeBron's teammates at shoot-around. Their sense was that LeBron was going to go for the record. So I think there was this feeling of, hey, let's get it over with. Let's pour it on out in one night as opposed to extending it and mission accomplished. You know, the thing about this that's so wild is that this is such an unbelievable moment for the NBA and its history for all the fans. I remember where I was when I watched LeBron set the all-time record because we're never going to see this again. This is, you know, 40 years going by, you know, but when, when Cap set the record to now. But for Lakers fans, it's kind of going to be, yeah, okay, he did it, right? Like for the NBA, it's this huge moment individual for LeBron, but Laker fans like, okay, yeah, it, it's kind of just there. It's kind of wild. Yeah, and what's interesting is some people might compare, you know, what Kobe Bryant's last game was at the end of his career, the 60-point night, but the context is completely different, not only just because of what Kobe meant to the Lakers, but at that point they knew the team is bad. It's just all about passing the ball. Here the Lakers are still trying to scratch and claw their way into a playing spot. They're only two days away from the trade deadline expiring. So there's a lot of things kind of overlapping each other, but I can tell you from an atmosphere standpoint, as well as how the Lakers have played, they're, they really embraced this moment today. I mean, the, the Laker fans were begging him to shoot basically any time they had the ball. And there were a few times that Russell Westbrook was bobbing passes to LeBron James. That was the angriest I've ever heard uh, Laker fans be at Russ. And they've been angry a lot of times <laughs> in the past few seasons. I think most importantly is just who is out here. You know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, James Worthy, A.C. Green, Bob McAdoo, all guys – uh, that were part of the, the Lakers Showtime era. And they embraced uh, LeBron getting the milestone. You know, Adam Silver congratulated him at center court as well as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. 
And there's a lot of luminaries, uh, you know, whether it's Shannon Sharp or Denzel Washington, LL Cool J. So I think that everyone was prepared for this moment, even if it's taken at taking place at a very awkward time in their season. Well, that's it, Mark. We were kind of wondering as we were watching it, and obviously they kept going back to Kareem shots. But with all the luminaries in attendance, had they gotten the note, yeah, he's really going to go for it today? Yeah, I think, well, (laughs) I think the attendance plan was they were going to be at both the game tonight against Oklahoma City and in against Milwaukee on Thursday. Uh, So I think they were prepared for any scenario. I think it would have been even more poetic if it did happen against Milwaukee, partly because sure. that's the franchise that Kareem played for. But in this case, I think in LeBron, uh, with LeBron's mindset, he attacked early, and with, once he knew that you know he was going to shock going, he was going to be able to do this. Uh, he figured may as well get it over with. And the the Laker fans were cheering him on every single possession and goading him to want to shoot. And you know, for the most part, it worked. Some good MVP chance too. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, you know, Austin Reeves usually gets those, but now LeBron has taken it back from him. You know, LeBron didn't take a direct shot at Austin Reeves the other week, but he did say, you know, it it does amuse me that Laker fans seem to uh, give MVP chance to anyone at the free throw line. So uh, you can connect the dots that he thought that Austin wasn't deserving of it. (laughs) Well, I'll give you one thing is that, you know, you talk about everybody said they were going to come back on Thursday. I don't know you're getting Kareem out of the house again on Thursday. He he didn't look like he was thrilled to be there tonight, Mark. I don't think I got to come back in two days. No, no, you guys fine. Can I tape a message for him? Congrats. Like like Tom Brady, I'm going to tape something for like a minute. I'll hold on to it and I'll post it when he breaks the record. Uh, Hey, well, look, I I know that their relationship is not like they're super close but um you know i think it's to kareem's defense he has played the ambassador part real well you would think that uh it wouldn't be surprising that you know any of the old luminaries who've had records accomplished that there might be some hint of resentment and i know talking to kareem over the years as well as you know players on the showtime lakers they thought that lebron james would eventually surpass them there was a moment you know because his record had stood untested since in 1984 when he broke Wolf's record, that this would be untouchable. But in the last four or five years, a lot of the guys I talked to thought that it was just inevitable that LeBron would surpass him. And while they do certainly point out for context purposes, look, Kareem played four years at UCLA. LeBron jumped from high school. Kareem wasn't shooting threes because that's not how the NBA was and LeBron has, and there's higher scoring offenses. Even when you put all those three caveats aside, they feel like this is a record that LeBron really deserves because it's a testament to just how great a player he is and how durable. And, and uh, no matter how different both Kareem and LeBron are as players and their personalities, the, the common denominator uh, is that their skills, they really hone on what they do best, number one. They make their teammates better, number two. And number three, they really uh, did a good job with taking care of their bodies. So, uh, you know, a lot of love from the uh, Lakers uh, legends to LeBron tonight. All right, Mark, I got to ask this. Uh, these guys made me out to be a, an ogre, a terrible human being. Uh, I didn't like the fact that we had a long stoppage of play. Plenty of time for celebrations and speeches after the game ends. Jeez, man, you're, you're really ruining the fun. I told you, right? Yeah, fun <laughs> hater, Mike Harmon. Hey. Uh, I mean, I, uh, when the game is over, I mean, that's going to hurt my case because I want to write my stories and beat deadline here. It's all about what I want, right? <laughs> <laughs> well put, my friend, well put. 
Uh, like, like, wouldn't this, wouldn't this be peak LeBron Lakers? Like, he sets the record, and he, and they lose by double digits to, to the Thunder. That would be like LeBron's <laughs> yeah, last couple yeah, years I mean, in a nutshell been, for him. They've been scratching and clawing, but the first half was very fitting. That LeBron was scoring. The Lakers weren't playing good defense. They were struggling against an Oklahoma City Thunder team. Hey, that has Shea Coach Alexander, but it's down a few guys. I elude Dorton. They're not really that great of a team. So it was very fitting. But, you know, in all seriousness to your previous question about stopping the game, the NBA was very cognizant of not wanting to affect the game drastically, so to speak. So, like, if this happened, you know, final minute of regulation or overtime, they would not have stopped right. it because they, they are very cognizant that, hey, those are, they, those are things that can affect the outcome of the game. But because it happened, you know, before the fourth quarter even started, you know, it was almost like a longer intermission between the third and fourth quarters. All right, so, Mark, so let me ask you this. You know, the one thing we've seen now, here's LeBron, 38 years old, and he's averaging 30 points a game. Like, we didn't think we'd see this. We thought LeBron would, you know, we, he's got a lot of miles on his legs. He's going to start slowly slowing down, slowing down. Instead, he's scoring like he had. And, yes, you know, scoring is up in the NBA, so he is that. But he is still that kind of guy. Now, w- what, do you, what do you think he's going to finish with? It's certainly it's going to be over 40,000. You know, and he's, he's up cl- close to 39,000 now. Now, but is it 41,000, 42,000? Like, where is he going to end up? It, it very well could because he has not showed any signs of slowing down. You have to think that you can't just assume that he's going to play at his absolute best because he's going to be 39 next season. But, you know, I, I was talking to Michael Thompson the other day, you know, former Showtime Laker, and he feels like he's going to get into the 40,000s. And that's why he doesn't think that Kevin Durant is going to uh, surpass LeBron on uh, for first place on the NBA all scoring list. He thought that initially Kevin Durant would do that, but then you know obviously injuries got in the way, most notably with his Achilles, uh, as well as a few injuries afterwards during his time in Brooklyn. But uh, the larger point that Michael was making is that LeBron is going to create a lot of separation between himself and KD. But you know what? I think because of how today's NBA is. I don't think that there's going to be as large of a gap of LeBron holding that number one spot as Kareem did since 1984. I don't think that LeBron's ever going to hold this record forever. Um, You know, records are meant to be broken, but I think it more has to do with just, you know, the era that we're in. And there's a lot of young players that, you know, they have their work cut out ahead of them. But as long as they can, you know, stay in the league, they can do it. Maybe there is some thought that, because of the, the rise in salaries, there's not as much of an incentive for players to try to get to 20 years. Uh, maybe load management limits games for some of these guys. But I think that the, the way that the modern offenses are constructed in terms of it being a speed game and a lot of three-point shooting, um, you know, LeBron won't hold on to that record as long as Kareem did. You can follow him on Twitter at Mark G underscore Medina. That's at Mark G underscore Medina from the crypt in L.A. Sight of LeBron becoming the NBA's all-time leading scorer. Mark, thanks a bunch. And, and thanks for not dropping an F-bomb with us. We really appreciate it. <laughs> hey, I still have a few seconds left, right? <laughs> you say <still, laughs> three, two. Uh... 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 